This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 58 degrees at 604. Forecast for today, mostly sunny and a high in the upper 70s. Pennsylvania's Republican-controlled legislature is ending Democratic Governor Tom Wolf's pandemic disaster emergency declaration and extending hundreds of regulatory waivers. A bill that passed the House and Senate unanimously yesterday would extend the waivers until September 30th unless Wolf's administration ends them sooner. The bill goes back to Wolf. Separately, the chambers passed a resolution yesterday to end and Wolf's disaster emergency declaration, carrying out what they see as the new powers given to them by voters in last month's statewide referendum. Democrats questioned the legality and wisdom if there's a resurgence in COVID-19 cases. This does not require Wolf's approval. Residents in the Colesville, Harpersville, Windsor, Afton area are breathing a little easier this morning with the capture of the suspect in the shooting of a New York State trooper Wednesday night. 34-year-old Jason Johnson was located on the banks of the Susquehanna River in the town of Colesville around 4.30 yesterday afternoon, about 20 hours after trooper Becky Sager was shot in the hip while she and other law enforcement officers responded to East Windsor Road to check on the welfare of a man. Residents locked their doors, sheds, garages, barns and vehicles, and law enforcement set up a perimeter and a staging area at the Harpersville Fire Station. Vehicles coming in and out of the area were checked by officers. Schools in Windsor, Afton, and Harpersville went to remote learning. Nathaniel Cole Park and the Eastern Broom Senior Center all closed, and Meals on Wheels delivery were canceled while the manhunt was going on. All facilities are expected to be at, back open and operating normally today. WMBF First News Time 606. A Susquehanna County, Pennsylvania woman says over $1,000 was taken from her unemployment benefits without her knowledge. The victim from Brooklyn Township in Kingsley tells Pennsylvania State Police that on the morning of May 21st, she noticed $1,300 was transferred from her unemployment debit card to an unknown Discover account. Anyone with information is asked to contact the investigators with the Pennsylvania State Police in Gibson at 570-465-3154. WMBF First News Time 607. A Johnson City man is accused of drunk driving following a crash on Memorial Day weekend that sent him to the hospital. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say 21-year-old Timothy Reed is charged with DWI and speeding after crashing at around 2.30 a.m. on May 30th into an embankment on County Highway 23 near Woodlawn Road in Walton. Deputies say Reed was traveling west when he lost control of his vehicle, hit the embankment, and the vehicle overturned. Reed was taken to the Delaware Valley Hospital following the crash. After being charged, Reed was released to appear in town of Walton Court at a later date. Students in a philanthropic program at Binghamton University are awarding over $14,000 in grants to nonprofit organizations in Broome County this year. Students in the Master of Public Administration program raised the money as part of their training to become future nonprofit sector leaders. This year, $4,165 is going to support the Greater Good Grocery Store on the north side of Binghamton, operated by the Broome Council of Churches. The store finally addresses a food 
food desert that has plagued that neighborhood for years and provides a source of healthier food and fresh produce for the underserved community. The Broome County Council of Churches uses the funds from the store to match spending by low-income patrons. Undergraduates from the Philanthropy and Civil Society course gave $7,500 to Gigi's Playground that provides services to people with Down syndrome and their families and $2,500 to a new financial literacy program called the Stack Project. That organization helps young people become better equipped to manage their money and make financial decisions. The students are getting praise for being able to raise the money they donated in spite of being able to be not being able to hold in-person events due to restrictions from the COVID-19 pandemic. It's 609 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right. An Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Sunday, June 13th, you're invited to a delicious pasta dinner at St. Anthony Apostle Parish on Oldville Avenue, Nendicott. Following the 11 o'clock mass and a procession, this is in place of the three-day feast. It's a wonderful dinner presented by the parishioners of St. Anthony's Church. Takeout dinner only and a drive through A great pasta dinner from St. Anthony's. Supported proudly by Andrew R. Mancini Associates, located in Endicott. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Let's start with the NBA. Milwaukee Bucks held to 86 points for the second straight game, but this time it was enough. Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo each had impressive double doubles as the Bucks beat the Nets 86 83 to pull within two games to one in the NBA's Eastern Conference semifinals. Brooklyn really blew it when they only scored 11 points in the first quarter. They were off to a slow start. I think other than that, they probably would have taken that game pretty easily. So game four will be on Sunday. Meanwhile, the Jazz are halfway towards closing out their Western Conference semifinals, taking a 2-0 lead with a 117-111 win over the Clippers. Let's talk about NHL. Last night, Vegas and Colorado. Nemeth off the near glass, can't clear the zone. Bounces around toward the high slot. Pacioretty and now Tuck shoots wide. Rebound! Score! Petrangelo puts Vegas in the lead, 4-3. to three. And that's all she wrote. Vegas closes out their series. They defeat Colorado 6-3, to three, and they're advancing to the semifinals for the Stanley Cup. In the uh, Major League Baseball arena, Mets didn't play. Dodgers, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Miami winners in the National League. Over in the American League, Minnesota beating the Yankees 7-5. Detroit, the White Sox, the Red Sox, and Kansas City all winners. Bowie Bay Sox defeating the Rumble Ponies 7-4 last night here at Marabito Stadium. They'll try again tonight. It's fireworks night. They're going to blow things up after the game, courtesy of the Miller Auto team. So come on out, root on your Rumble Ponies, and check out the fireworks after the game. 
Darius Slayton isn't overly concerned. The New York Giants took wide receiver Kadarius Toney in the first round of the NFL draft and signed fellow receivers Kenny Galladay and John Ross as free agents. The third-year wideout had 50 catches for a team-high 751 yards last season and three touchdowns. The catches were two more than his rookie season, and his 740 yards, again, led the team. The New York Giants uh, signed a free agency NFL draft. They signed the defensive coordinator, Pat Graham, signed to Dory Jackson to a $39 million contract as a free agent. Giants beefing up their secondary, something they really needed to do. They need to beef up their O-line, too. And that is a look at sports. WNBF first news time is 6-13. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, traffic looking pretty good around Greater Binghamton this morning. No reports of any accidents. Milling and paving going on in certain areas. We had reports of Burr Ave yesterday on the south side. Reports of Dale Hill Road. They may be done with that. Reports of uh, Nanticoke. Uh, they're working on uh, repaving, I think, that area and Old Newark Valley Road. So there's a lot of that going on. You're going to find that uh, in different areas. Uh, and it's just something that we have to put up with in the name of progress. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly sunny today. Highs in the upper 70s, mostly cloudy tonight. There is a slight chance of showers. Low upper 50s, partly sunny for Saturday. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms, upper 70s. Mostly cloudy Sunday, showers and thunderstorms possible. The high mid to upper 70s. And we're at 58 degrees right now. This is WNBF's First News Binghamton. Friday is here, folks, and we're going to get you through it and get you updated on everything that's going on around our community. And we'll start with a date book that's coming. It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Yeah, already June 11th, huh? June 11th, we'll flash back to 1965. The Rolling Stones released the album, Got Live If You Want It. Yes, Got Live If You Want It. Screams from the audience nearly drowned out the music, believe it or not. Janis Joplin performed with the Big Brother and the Holding Company for the first time in San Francisco on June 11th, 1966. And in 1969, David Bowie. This is ground control to Major Tom. Space Oddity. You really made the grave. I love it. Whose shirts do you wear? David Bowie and released Space Oddity on this date in 1969. In 1976, we first heard these words. Wild Cherry. I wonder if they'd consider the song racist if it was released today. 1978, Rolling Stones released the album Some Girls, which caused controversy because of raunchy lyrics in the title song. And we lost John Wayne, the Duke, died on this date at the age of 72 in 1979. 1993, What's Love Got to Do With It? The movie based on Tina Turner's autobiography released nationwide. And we lost DeForest Kelly, who played Dr. McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor. I'm an actor. Hey, and Star Trek. I love Star Trek. Died outside Los Angeles at the age of 79. Uh, in 2007, the final airing of The Sopranos. And in 2002, American Idol premiered on Fox. This is American Idol with Kelly Clarkson as our first winner. I watched it for some years and I got tired of it. 
Famous folks celebrating today include uh, comedian Johnny Brown from Laugh-In. He's 84. Singer Joey D from Joey D and the Starlighters in the Peppermint Lounge. He's 81 today. Actress Adrienne Barbeau from Maud and, of course, uh, what is it, uh, Attack of the Swamp Monster. She's 76 today. Uh, Frank Beard of ZZ Top, the only one in the group that doesn't have a beard, but his last name is Beard. He's 72 today. Singer Graham Russell of Air Supply, 71. Singer Donnie Van Zamp of 38 Special is 69. Actor Hugh Laurie of House is 62. Talk show host Dr. Mehmet Oz. Dr. Oz is 61 today. Actor Pinker, Peter, (laughs) Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones is 52. Actor Joshua Jackson from The Fringe in Dawson's Creek is 43. And Shia LaBeouf is 35 today. That's a guy, by the way, just because I want to say his name. Shia LaBeouf. First News Binghamton presents The Lighter Side with Doug and Kathy. On News Radio 1290, WNBA. Yes, it's national. Corn on the Cobb Day. And uh, I'm, I'm, this I'm is the, not corn season. I know, but why is it National Corn on the Cob Day? I have seen corn in the stores because you know they get things from Chile and all over the place. But it's not very good this time of year. No, locally, anyway. early corn is yeah. awful. It awful. Is. I would think it's going to start getting into peach season in Pennsylvania. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, I like getting the the fresh peach, peaches down there and doing. Um, cobblers and stuff. Oh, that stuff. And peaches, you li- I like peaches when they get ripe. Not when they're like ripe where they just completely disintegrate, but when they get like juicy ripe, you know? I you know, I would bring them in here and I'd have to like stand over a garbage can while you're eating yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah, doing the hunch well, like you would with a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, <laughs> only with a peach. Well, my grandfather was a produce man and a fruit man, so he always we always had oranges and fruit and all kinds of produce in the house all the time. So, well, it was funny because a few years ago I did a, a recipe on Foodie Friday for a, a pie, mm-hmm. and I was just mentioned. You know, every once in a while I put a little hack in, and a lot of people don't like that word hack um, in the recipe. A little tip, and I said about how. To keep from just juice going everywhere and mangling the fruit and everything, the easiest way to peel a peach, if you're going to use it for mm-hmm. like a pie or a cobbler or something like that, it's the same way you you do to take the skin off a tomato. You make a little X in the uh, the the end of the the fruit, mm-hmm. and you just put it in boiling water just for you know a, like a less than a minute. Right. Pull it out, put it in ice water. And then you just the skin just comes right off. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. I usually just eat it. Well, if you're making like a sauce or something like that with tomatoes, oh, yeah. you, you pretty yeah. much want to get the skin off. Sure. So you make an X where the flower fell off the fruit. Mm-hmm. You make an X and then you blanch it just for a minute or so. And then you throw it into an ice bath so you're not really cooking it or anything because right. that will make it go all mushy. Sure. And then the skin just comes right off it. Yeah. That's, that's so there you go, a little good, tip for you. Good to know. See, we, we uh, offer some educational value here, uh, aside <laughs> from uh, responsive programming. <laughs> that five minutes of education is followed by a full three hours and 55 minutes of duh. I don't know what I'm talking about. No. Sometimes I get caught in the middle of that, especially when I'm doing Bob's show. It's like, I, I, I'm lost for words here. All of a sudden, you're, you, you get a Homer Simpson where your brain is going, do, 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 Exactly. Do, 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 do. 
<laughs> you got little monkeys on, on unicycles running around in your brain. <laughs> Did you hear about that dog? Oh, I told you about one yesterday. I saw the video. The With dog. the woodchuck. Yeah. But there's another dog who uh, got fell out of the car and they found him he was hurting I, oh, sheep. Oh, that's one of my worst nightmares. I know. Well, he, luckily he was okay, but he he started hurting sheep for this local farm and then they found him. <laughs> I thought that was kind of a cute story. Well, they say, you know, in the breed, it's like with greyhounds and running, they say they just love it. Mine like laying on the couch with all four feet up in the air, but... Yeah. We, uh, I was telling you we had a bird feeder. We moved it closer to the house because my wife wanted to see the birds. Well, we moved it down at the bottom of our deck in the back. It, it's a little close. And I don't mind birds, but they kind of freak her out. So, you know, we got these little these little goldfinch that run back, and they're, just, and they're quick, you know, yeah. how fast they are. They'll fly. And then one of them landed, like, right on the stoop in front of him, and he's, like, probably two feet and, from And you me. get such a – you can count every feather, couldn't you? Yeah, they're, they're beautiful birds. Yeah. Here's a funny story. Now, the bird feeders at the camper are fairly close because we have, like, one tree that is, you know, the camper is on a concrete pad and the tree is where the tree is, so there's no moving either thing, you know. So we have the feeder, and the red-winged blackbirds, um, the windows on the camper, they're not real reflective, so that, you know, but every once in a while a bird will, they can't get good speed up to hurt themselves, but every once in a while they bump into the windows. Well, this one... I think he's eating the bugs on the spider webs around the windows because you'll see this bird just precariously hanging on to just a little bit of molding and right. be eating eating the, the bugs. Well, that's been driving poor Kago crazy. Probably ticks off the spiders, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's Kago's laying on the couch, and, of course, there's this bird right there right. out of the window. Well, last weekend, the birds were coming in and were at the feeder, and one took off. Toward the camper. And like I said, there's not a lot of room. So it's like one of these things, like you see the aircraft car- carriers where the planes just, they seem to have just very little amount of time, and then boom, they're going straight up. Right. Well, this bird was coming right at the camper, and then at the last second, went up and over. And Kago, of course, she's a dog. She doesn't have quite spatial concept right and it was like a 3d movie she's looking at she's watching this bird and then she looks at the ceiling because she's expecting to see it inside flying and she (laughs) was terribly confused that's funny (laughs) see now if you had a cat i'd have something funny for you to do they have these feeders where you can actually open your window and the feeder fits in the window right and it seals so you don't have air or any bugs or anything coming in. Right. But the bird is like in a glass enclosure basically in your house. Right. Oh, How to drive cool. a cat nuts 101. That would definitely drive. Worse <laughs> than the flashlight on the floor, you know. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like that. All right. We'll check in with Kathy coming up in a couple of minutes. She's got local headlines for you in just a few. And, of course, today's Foodie Friday. We'll have a recipe for you coming up next hour. Time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta presented by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Nearly a year and a half after it was first discovered, the novel coronavirus is still serving up some surprises. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. Scientists around the world are working tirelessly to figure out why some people experience such severe disease or even death from COVID-19, while other people may not even know they were sick. In fact, I recently reported a story of identical twins who had anything but identical experiences with the virus. Also puzzling, why some people recover in a matter of days, while others continue to report symptoms months after getting infected. I've also been paying a lot of attention to reports of long haulers, 
whose symptoms seem to resolve after getting vaccinated. So far, the reports are anecdotal for sure, but anything that might provide some relief for people who are recovering warrants more research in my book. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one on one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. According to the National Institutes of Health, 30% of hospital admissions in older adults are drug-related, like taking meds at the wrong time. Hero Health simplifies medication management. The smart device stores up to 90 days worth of up to 10 different pills. It dispenses them at the push of a button. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days and get free contactless delivery. Just call 800-420-7550. That's 800-420-7550. 800-420-7550. Hero Medication Management. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 6.30. A lovely morning. 58 degrees. The humidity is at 67%, but the dew point, that's where it tells you what it feels like as far as humidity. That's only at 47, well in the comfortable range. High today under mostly sunny skies into the upper 70s to around 80. World leaders from the group of seven industrialized nations are set to commit at their summit to share at least a billion coronavirus vaccines with countries that are struggling around the world. Half of the doses are coming from the United States and 100 million from the United Kingdom. Vaccine sharing commitments from President Joe Biden and British Prime Minister Boris Johnson yesterday has set the stage for the G7 leaders meeting in England. Today, they're going to be pivoting from the opening greetings and family photo niceties to a session on building back better from COVID-19. First Lady Jill Biden is at the G7 with the president today. She holds a solo event with the Duchess of Cambridge. First Lady Jill Biden and the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton, today tour a school here in Cornwall. Dr. Biden and the Duchess will also participate in a roundtable discussion on the importance of early childhood education. It's the first in a series of events today where the Bidens will mingle with the British royal family, including Queen Elizabeth. Dr. Biden on Thursday. Joe and I are both looking forward to meeting the Queen, and uh, that's an exciting part of the visit for us. Karen Travers, ABC News, traveling with the President in Cornwall, England. WMBF First News Time, 6.32. New York State police investigators will be working for some time to determine what prompted a man to fire at law enforcement officers around 8.30 Wednesday night on East Windsor Road near Thorn Hill in Colesville and what charges may be filed. 34-year-old Jason Johnson was apprehended without further incident, hiding from authorities for about 20 hours. 
Overnight Wednesday and most of the day yesterday, New York State Police say tips helped lead to their apprehending Johnson on the banks of the Susquehanna River near State Route 79 in Colesville at around 4.30 in the afternoon. There were no other injuries reported after Trooper Becky Sager was hit by gunfire during response to the initial complaint to check on the welfare of a person. State police say after Johnson allegedly fired at New York State Police and Broome County Sheriff's deputies, law enforcement did exchange in gunfire with Johnson before he fled the scene. Trooper Sager was rushed to a sheriff's office squad car, then taken by ambulance to Wilson Hospital. Sager, a seven-year veteran of the state police force, assigned to Binghamton, was released from Wilson Hospital yesterday afternoon to a gathering of fellow officers who went to the hospital to show their support. She's expected to make a full recovery. State police issued a statement yesterday afternoon thanking all the supporting agencies and the public who called with tips during the manhunt. Less than a month ago, Broome County was reporting new COVID-19 infections in the double digits. Now, the county and many surrounding areas are reporting new cases at zero or in the single digits for a day-to-day report. Broome County closed its mass vaccination site at SUNY Broome this week, and New York State is gradually decommissioning several drive-in testing locations. Many of those are downstate. Still, officials are struggling to reach at least 70% of the population to be vaccinated in order to get to general immunity against the deadly virus. New York is still operating the mass vaccination site locally at the former Gannett Printing Facility, now a Binghamton University document storage site next to the Johnson City Walmart store. Anyone age 12 and up can get an appointment or walk in to receive the vaccine. A number of community clinics are continuing to be held. In Broome County tomorrow, residents can get the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine at the Windsor Fire Department. The vaccines will be available from 9 until 1. Another Johnson & Johnson clinic will be held next Thursday at the Taste of New York building at Cornell Cooperative Extension on Upper Front Street in the town of Dickinson from 4 to 6 p.m. You can go to www.gobroomcounty.com to make an appointment. In Shenango County, residents can get a side of chicken with their shot as there will be a walk-in vaccination while the Norwich Fire Department is holding their chicken barbecue. That will be happening from 1 till 3 p.m. tomorrow. It's 6.35, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Let's start with Major League Baseball. Yankees, cover your ears. Ostadio at first, and the pitch, a swing and a fly ball. Left center field and deep. Back it goes. Deep it goes. Twins win. Twins win. The Minnesota Twins win it. He said that twice already. Now, Minnesota Twins, and I just said it again, Minnesota Twins beat the Yankees 7-5 to avoid a sweep of that series. Detroit, the White Sox, Boston, and Kansas City winners over the National League. Mets didn't play. Dodgers, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Miami all winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies fell to the Bowie Bay Sox 7-4. It was a good game. They'll try again tonight. Friday night with fireworks after the game, courtesy of the Milorado team. So come on out. Root on your rumble ponies. Go team. NBA last night. Bucks and Nets. 15 seconds to play. The Bucks will play for one. Holiday to the rim. Scores! 84-83 Bucks. 11.4 to play. On a night when he has struggled, Holiday comes up with the biggest shot of the night. Oh. 
Oh, I didn't say that, did I? Yeah. The Milwaukee Bucks actually only had 86 points, but it was enough. The Nets only had 11 points in the first quarter. That cooked their goose. But uh, 86 to 83, two games to one right now. The Nets are up. Game number four, Sunday in Milwaukee. Go Nets! Utah over the Clippers last night. They're up two games 0 in that Western Conference semifinals. Donovan Mitchell, 37 points. And uh, now they'll go back and play game three in L.A. on Saturday. I don't know who I want to win that one. Looks like Utah's going to, though, but you never know. And checking some uh, NFL news. After, let's see, uh, free agency and NFL drafts, most of the talk concerning the New York Giants was about how many weapons quarterback Daniel Jones will have this season. Defensive coordinator Pat Graham picked up some, too, led by quarterback Adoree Jackson, signing a three-year, $39 million contract as a free agent. New York Jets running back Tevin Coleman feeling healthy again and confident as ever after a down season last year with San Francisco. The 28-year-old Coleman says he believes he has a lot left in the tank to prove himself and uh, have a bounce-back season. Buffalo Bills general manager Brandon Bean has won the Jack Horrigan Award from the Professional Football Writers of America for his cooperation with the media. Bean is the 49th Horrigan Award winner and second member of the Buffalo franchise to receive the honor. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time is 641. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic looks good this morning. They'll be milling and paving operations. You're going to see that pretty much all summer. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly sunny, high today in the upper 70s, cloudy tonight, slight chance of showers, low upper 50s, partly sunny Saturday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, highs in the upper 70s, and mostly cloudy on Sunday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high mid to upper 70s. We're at 58, 58 degrees right now. Enjoy it while you can. Thus, the humidity will roll in maybe a little bit later on. WNBF First News Time is 642. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we welcome you to a brand new day and happens to be the last day of the work week. So we'll look forward to the weekend coming up here. I mentioned before some sunshine today. Uh, we'll see uh, some sun and showers and thunderstorms over the weekend. So a little bit of both. Looks like Saturday will be the better day. But temperatures only reaching the upper 70s for the weekend. So, yeah. Fine and dandy. I was, I was reminiscing about the Broome County Veterans Memorial Arena, which, of course, now is the Visions Federal Credit Union Fe, a Memorial Day Arena. I can't fit it all in my mind. but um, And it's funny because, I mean, obviously I've been a member of Visions for years, so that's pretty easy for me to remember. It's just putting it all together. In one word, you know, lump like one word together. But, uh, you know, going back to my fondest and earliest memories, and we may talk about this a little bit later on today at WNBF Binghamton. Now, we seem to always gravitate towards music and nostalgia somehow in between all the political pish-posh and stuff that I don't really like to talk about all that much. I just like let, let you talk about it. People are too much on edge. You mentioned Trump. You mentioned Biden. You got to fight, man. You got to fight, you know? I'm an American, ladies and gentlemen. I'm an extremist American. Which way do I lean? I lean towards America. That's where I lean. So there you have it. Anyway, I'm excited about the weekend coming up. I'm also excited about summer and some of the things that are opening back up again. And uh, I look forward to that. Bill Flynn's going to be out doing quite a few things. This guy is busy. He lets nothing get in his way. 
Uh, in fact, this weekend he's going to be out at uh, the Summer Ukrainian Festival, Sacred Heart Ukrainian Catholic Church going on with some delicious food. And then on Sunday, the drive through only St. Anthony's traditional pasta dinner, pasta with greens and sausage or pasta with marinara sauce. I'm getting hungry here. Bill Flynn, don't do this to me. Uh, yeah, the uh, pre-sale only for tickets, visit the website, northendicottcatholic.org. And uh, there's a phone number here, but I don't know if I want to give it out this early because I don't want you calling Father and waking him up. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then uh, a little bit later on, towards uh, Fourth of July weekend, this is going to be interesting, the big celebration in Montrose. This is something that Bill Flynn has been a part of for decades he's done this and we've always promoted it last year they of course they didn't have it and uh, because fourth of july is on a sunday this year a lot of things are going to be moved and it's probably a good thing because it's also the dick sporting goods open weekend so they're going to move the celebration uh to july 5th in montrose with uh fireworks actually they're having fireworks at dusk on July 4th, but then they're having all their traditional things like the Independence Day races, arts and crafts, chicken barbecues and stuff on the 5th. So Bill Flynn and Kevin Bixby will be live at 8 a.m. So we're excited about having them down there and be part of this, too. Yeah, it must be Kathy's working on something because she's not in there, but that's okay. A lot of things to talk about. Again, uh, going back, bouncing back again for just a moment about uh, uh, my favorite uh, Broome County Veterans Memorial Arena memories. So I was talking to David, our our digital guy, and I got some pictures, some photos of when the, they broke ground and got ready to, to build the arena back in the early 70s. And of course, it, it came out in 73. First concert there was Chicago with opening act Bruce Springsteen. Uh, and I remember some of my concert memories include two of them in particular. One was Three Dog Night, which I think was my first concert that I saw there. But then the ultimate concert for me, and the one that will never be upstaged, is the Alice Cooper Welcome to My Nightmare concert in 1975, July 15th, I believe it was. And I'm putting an article together with some pictures uh, that I'll post a little later on this morning. And we may talk about that coming up on the show when I step in for Bob as well. And I, Kathy, you were originally not from Binghamton, so... You're not, right? I was born in Binghamton General Hospital. Oh, I thought for some... Why did I think you weren't born here? Why did I think... You, <laughs> I'm as local as you can get. Probably because your significant other is not from here. But not far away. We're right, right. Yeah. yeah he's but, from Whipping Post, New York. But even... Yeah, but even then, he's been here for 40 plus years, so it's not like he isn't a native... <laughs> You know, but no, anyway. I'm as about as local as you can get. All right, retraction, folks. Kathy, you're local, so tell me about some of your <laughs> experiences <laughs> with the Room County Veterans Memorial Arena, now the Visions Federal Credit Union. Well, after the mothership right. landed and I was deposited <laughs> on top of Knapp Hill, <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to see the Carpenters. Yeah, 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 and uh, Seals and Crofts. Mm-hmm. Some good shows. And then, you know, of course, working with those long-haired rock and roll types, you know, going backstage at concerts for things like Starship and yeah. Styx and Tommy Shaw when he went solo. and I benefited from that. I went back and met Hart when they were here. Uh, Mike Miller took me back. And I love those girls. Yeah, very talented. For something that came out of meningitis, that's kind yeah. of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. But yeah, so 
I was just talking about mine. Mine was the Alice Cooper concert in 1975 where he was actually banned at first. They weren't going to let him come here, and then he did. It was just because it was such a theatrical performance, you know, and the music was good, too. And it was loud, of course. And, you know, yeah, I, that was not my forte back no. when I was a young teenager. Yeah. But it, it was awesome. That, that to me, and everybody has their own personal experiences with it. And we'll, we may talk about that on the show later today when I fill in for Bob. But that was my ultimate concert. And Three Dog Night, too. Did you like Three Dog Night? I um, never saw them, but no. I was familiar with the songs. Yeah, well, they had quite a few, quite a few songs. So, anyway, I saw Barry Manilow several times at the arena. I saw him there. I saw Chicago there. What a showman! Yeah, what a showman. Did he have the clicker then? When he had people click the, he had like a spinning wheel. Of I, different... you know, I, I saw. I can't. What was it? Three or four times I've seen him. I can't remember. My wife wants to see him. She lo- and I, I keep looking to see if he's going to be in the area somewhere. He's in his seventies now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, some of the higher notes when you hear him, it's a little bit weak. Yeah. Not like Tom Jones. I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's still belting them out at eighty-one years of age. Well, I mean, Barry's Barry's doing well, but you yeah. can hear just a little bit of of not quite the strength that had been there. But you're right, a showman. Yes. Absolutely a showman. And started out with Bette Midler and the yep. Harlots. Yep, and writing jingles. Yes. McDonald's and Band-Aids and other things. Our so. building guy was down here supposedly fixing some stuff this week, and yeah, he, he, made a, he made the mistake of saying something not nice about Barry Manilow, and oh, I no. was all over him. <laughs> My wife wanted to marry him. Of course, she doesn't know he's actively gay. In fact, he's married to a man now. Yeah, but, but you know, back then, back then that, that was yeah. not to be discussed or yeah. even acknowledged in the olden yeah, days there were a lot of young girls that thought they were going to marry barry manilow <laughs> but then she saw him she goes that's barry manilow <laughs> anyway all right but he i would hate to have him and barbara streisand locked in the same room their noses would bump no matter they, how big the room was they would all right. <laughs> but boy they both can sing yes yes they can and play play piano as well barry can anyway all right We'll check in with Kathy coming up in a couple minutes. Right now, time for our consumer and tech update. Here's Kim Commando. If you receive an email promising to protect your company from a ransomware attack, like the one that brought down the Colonial Pipeline, do not open it. This email that says it will protect you from ransomware is actually ransomware. Kim Commando with more brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stop your internet provider from logging your activity. Get three months free on a one-year package at expressvpn.com slash Kim. The email reads, given the recent ransomware attack against Colonial Pipeline and many other organizations, here it will name your company, say the XYZ Corporation. So the letter will say, the XYZ Corporation is requiring all employees to run a new update that will help the system detect and prevent the latest strains of ransomware. It looks very official. The problem is most employees are not trained to be on the lookout for something this duplicitous and dangerous. Many will fall for it and cause their companies huge sums of cash. So stop and think. Don't click that link. Discover more tech news at commando.com. Cyber attacks are on the rise. The more we rely on our personal devices, the more we have to lose. Bank accounts, personal data, photos, conversations. There is just so much to preserve and protect. I recommend Total AV's industry-leading antivirus security suite. It's easy to use and offers award-winning protection that you can rely on. In fact, they received a top product award from AV Test, consistently scoring above 99% in malware tests and have an excellent rating on Trustpilot. Not only do you get continuous protection from viruses, their AI-driven service blocks dangerous websites automatically. You can even subscribe to data breach alerts. 
Total AV is compatible with Windows, Mac OS, iOS, and Android devices. Right now, you can get an annual plan for only $19 at protectwithkim.com. That's over 80% off the regular price. Sign up now at protectwithkim.com. Protectwithkim.com. On the corner of Estelle Parkway in Sycamore or at MatthewsNissan.com. Matthews means more. Every day, every way. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, no accidents to report this morning. All is kind of calm and quiet. Uh, there will be some milling and paving operations going on in different parts of the areas. Uh, reports yesterday of Burr Ave and Tompkins, uh, also over on uh, Nanticoke and Old Newark Valley Road and Dale Hill Road. Not sure if they're still going to continue that today. If you see something like that and you think it's a, a big traffic tie up, you certainly could call us at 772 1290. We try to keep up update on much of that, but sometimes we don't get the notification, so we want to make sure we let you know what areas to avoid in the event that there is some heavy construction or some delays going on to help you out, too, because that's the way we are, and we appreciate our listeners, and thank you so much, all of you that do call in and tip us off to what's going on in the area. We're at 60 or 58 degrees on our way to temperatures today in the upper 70s and mostly sunny. A little bit of sun on the weekend and some rain as well. We'll see temperatures in the upper 70s. Mostly, uh, the, most of the rain will come probably on Sunday, but partly sunny on Saturday as well. And we're at 58 degrees right now. Kathy White will have local headlines for you coming up in next hour. Plus, it's Foodie Friday next hour as well. And ABC News coming up in just a couple of minutes. It was on this day in 1976, the summer of 76, when Wild Cherry released this song. So we're going to funk up to ABC News, ladies and gentlemen. For news and information, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF, Binghamton, and WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 58 degrees at 7.04. A mostly sunny day today, seasonable high temperatures into the upper 70s. 
Residents in the Colesville, Harpersville, Windsor, Afton area waking up, breathing a little bit easier, you can bet, this morning with the capture of that suspect in the shooting of New York State Trooper on Wednesday night, the capture coming yesterday afternoon. 34-year-old Jason Johnson was located on the banks of the Susquehanna River in the town of Colesville at around 4.30 yesterday, about 20 hours after Trooper Becky Sager was shot in the hip while she and other law enforcement officers responded to East Windsor Road to check on the welfare of a man. Residents locked their doors, sheds, garages, barns, and vehicles, and law enforcement set up a perimeter and a staging area at the Harpersville Fire Station all day yesterday. Vehicles coming in and out of the area were checked by officers. Schools in Windsor, Afton, and Harpersville went to a remote learning. Nathaniel Cole Park and the Eastern Broom Senior Center closed, and Meals on Wheels delivery were canceled while the manhunt was going on. All those facilities expected to be back open and operating normally today. A Susquehanna County, Pennsylvania woman says over $1,000 was taken from her unemployment benefits without her knowledge. The victim from Brooklyn Township in Kingsley tells Pennsylvania State Police that on the morning of May 21st, she noticed $1,300 was transferred from her unemployment debit card to an unknown Discover account. Anyone with information is asked to contact investigators with the Pennsylvania State Police at 570-465-3154. A Johnson City man is accused of drunk driving following a crash on Memorial Day weekend that sent him to the hospital. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say 21-year-old Timothy Reed is charged with DWI and speeding after crashing at around 2.30 a.m. May 30th into an embankment on County Highway 23 near Woodlawn Road in Walton. Deputies say Reed was traveling west when he lost control of his vehicle, hit the embankment, and the vehicle overturned. Reed was taken to the Delaware Valley Hospital following that crash. After being charged, Reed was released to appear in Walton Court at a later date. An Otsego County woman is finding you can't avoid trouble with the law by trying to avoid a law enforcement checkpoint. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say deputies were operating a holiday weekend click-it-or-ticket detail on State Highway 23 in the town of Davenport at the county line on the evening of May 29th when 46-year-old Stacy Jewell of Worcester tried to avoid the checkpoint. Troopers, uh, the, the officers stopped Jewel on Southside Drive and found her driving privileges had been suspended three times for failure to answer summonses in Otsego County courts, as well as for an insurance lapse. She was ticketed for driving without a license and having an obstructed driver's view. Well, we've had some questions on a story we had earlier this week from New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, including involving some assistance that would be available for small businesses dealing with the pandemic problems. New York state officials now are releasing some more information about the process for small businesses to apply for a share of an $800 million program to reimburse small and micro businesses and some small for-profit arts organizations for expenses related to the pandemic. The Pandemic Small Business Recovery Grant Program began accepting applications yesterday. An announcement by Governor Andrew Cuomo this week that he wanted to waive the taxes on the grants did not include information on where businesses could go to submit an application. Now, Lendistry is the company that's been hired to operate the program and handle those applications. Information about eligibility and to begin the application process, you can go to NY. Smallbusinessrecovery.com. 
New York Assemblywoman Don Lepardo is holding a media event this afternoon at Racehor Computer Repair as that Endicott business is applying for recovery grants that can range from 5000 to as much as $50,000. WMBF First News Time 708. Students in a philanthropic program at Binghamton University are awarding over $14,000 in grants to nonprofit organizations in Broome County this year. Students in the Master of Public Administration program raise the money as part of their training to become future nonprofit sector leaders. This year, $4,165 is going to support the Greater Good Grocery Store on the north side of Binghamton, operated by the Broome County Council of Churches. Undergraduates from the Philanthropy and Civil Society course gave $7,500 to Gigi's Playhouse that provides services to people with Down syndrome and their families, and $2,500 to a new financial literacy program called the Stack Project. That organization helps young people become better equipped to manage their money and make financial decisions. It's 709, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Let's go to the NHL Vegas in Colorado. Colasar scored his first playoff goal earlier. Passes out high. Point shot tipped into the goal. Vegas leads by two. Five three nights. William Carrier, the redirection down low. The shot came from out high from Theodore. And Vegas has its first two-goal lead of the day. And they wound up with a three-goal lead. Six to three. The Vegas Golden Knights have advanced to the Stanley Cup semifinals with four straight wins over the Colorado Avalanche following back-to-back losses. Golden Knights next face the Canadians, who come off a four-game sweep of Winnipeg and have won seven in a row. Game one Monday in Las Vegas in the NBA yesterday. Despite uh, only 86 points scored, the Milwaukee Bucks scored enough. And it was Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo with a good performance, uh, mostly with assists. But uh, the winner was Drew Holiday, who uh, saved the day with a layup with 11.4 seconds left. Milwaukee coughed up a 21-point lead. And uh, the 11-point first quarter didn't help the Nets. But they'll be back again game four Sunday in Milwaukee. Nets up right now, 2-1. to one. Maybe the beard will show up. Will we have a beard presence besides sitting on the sideline eating popcorn? Maybe he'll be in the game. Utah over the Clippers, 117-111. to Utah is bouncing back and proving why they have the best record in the NBA for the season. Up 2-0 over the Clippers. Game three in Los Angeles this weekend. Yankees lose. They fell to uh, the Twins, 7-5. So they did not sweep the series. Took two out of three. Detroit White Sox, Boston, and Kansas City winners. Mets didn't play. National League, the Dodgers, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Miami won. Bowie Bay Sox over the Rumble Pony, 7-4 yesterday. They'll go at it again tonight with fireworks after the game, courtesy of the Miller Auto team. At Morabito Stadium. Go Rumble Ponies. New York Jets running back Tevin Coleman feeling healthy again and confident as ever after a down season last year with San Francisco. The 28-year-old Coleman says he believes he has a lot left in the tank to prove himself and have a bounce-back season. Coleman signed a one-year, $2 million deal with New York back in March. 
After free agency in the NFL draft, most of the talks concerning the New York Giants were about how many more weapons quarterback Daniel Jones will have this season. Defensive coordinator Pat Graham picked up some, too, led by quarterback Adore, cornerback Adore Jackson. Jackson signed a three-year, $39 million contract as a free agent. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 714. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Not much going on as far as traffic this morning. We have no accidents to report, which is always a good thing. Road conditions look good. Paving and milling operations continue throughout the greater Binghamton area and probably will continue most of the summer. We'll keep you updated on that. If you see something or there's a tie-up because of that or any other reason, you can always call us at 772-1290. We'll keep you up to date right here. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly sunny today. Highs in the upper 70s, mostly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers, low upper 50s. For the weekend, partly sunny Saturday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, upper 70s. Mostly cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms on Sunday. Highs mid to upper 70s. And right now, 58 on a Friday morning at WNBF. First News, Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. We welcome you to the show and Thanks for letting us start your day. Live Friday, a great way to end your work week. Take this job and shove it. I got a crappy job. All of these jobs suck. You can have your job back. But this job's hard. I uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Dab it for seconds. Job pays 10 bucks. And half of me balls suck. It's a hard job, but then again, I'm a hard man. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working in a Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 718 right now, and we're at 58 degrees on our way to temperatures in the upper 70s. Bringing in a weekend where we won't see probably not quite 80 this weekend, upper 70s, and maybe a little bit of shower activity on Saturday, partly sunny, and then looks like we'll see a little bit more on Sunday, at least more cloud cover. So we'll get there eventually, though. So talking to different people about the Alice Cooper concert, 1975, I had a guy uh, just call a few minutes ago. I'm going to have him call back uh, on Bob's show. I'll be hosting WNBF's Binghamton now. Interesting topics over the last couple of days this week. And, you know, we've gotten into some of the political stuff, too. And there's a lot of that going on, and I get it. And you're welcome to call in and talk about that uh, during the WNBF Binghamton Now program from 9 to noon. But uh, certainly... We don't limit it to just that. We have uh, a lot of fun talking about nostalgia things and stuff. And, and being a native here of this this uh, area, and Kathy White is also a native of this area, although I think I insulted her when I thought she wasn't born here. <laughs> anyway, she is quite – she's a Binghamton native as well. Uh, we talked about some of the concerts earlier at the arena, some of our memories, and uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, it got more fun when I got into radio and got to actually go backstage and meet a lot of these guys. But back in uh, my youth – it was, uh, it was a very, very exciting time here uh, for concerts in the 70s. All right, as we always do at this time, we pay tribute to the great Rush Limbaugh with his morning commentary. So we're going to give it to you right now, remembering Rush on WNBF 1290. One of the leading voices of a global warming hoax is Michael Mann, director of the Earth System Science Center at Penn State. So naturally, Mann was invited to speak to Democrat Platform Drafting Committee. He told the Democrats his head has been buried in climate change models because he's looking Looking for the signal of man-made global warming. But what he said next is incredible. These tools that we've spent years developing increasingly are unnecessary. 
Now, why does he think these computer climate models are unnecessary? Well, get this. He says it's, quote, because we can see climate change, the impacts of climate change now, playing out in real time on our TV screens in the 24-hour news cycle. So who needs data? He can see climate change on TV. Global warming doomsayers have spent mountains of taxpayer dollars building these computer model tools that have been proved wrong over and over, yet the hoaxers are never held accountable for the hoax. They have continued to manipulate data to perpetuate this hysteria. So now they want to get rid of their flawed data altogether and just rely on TV for evidence. Something else is on tap as Democrats draft their platform. They want those who disagree with their global warming theories prosecuted. An inquisition, like in the Middle Ages. Democrats claim they're all about science, but they and their junk science are just total frauds. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider and are only available if the provider determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month's supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free when you go to 4hems.com slash joy. That's right, free, zero copay, no expensive appointments, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. Hims connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. Hims makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hims.com slash joy. That's 4hims.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash joy. Wake up with the news and information you can trust. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. And we welcome you to a Friday morning, and thank you for allowing us to be part of that as well. Uh, yeah, had a great week with everybody. Looking forward to uh, finishing out things here. And, of course, WNBF's Binghamton now from 9 to noon. I'll be hosting that one more time. Had a chance to talk to a lot of you that I normally don't get an opportunity to do. And that's that's the fun part of talk radio. It's something that uh, I've come uh, grown accustomed to by uh, hosting the show now for almost a year. This month, actually, it was around this time last year when Roger Neal made the announcement that he was going to retire and uh, was working with Roger for several months before that, getting ready, knowing knowing that I was going to take over the show and uh, figuring out what we were going to do. Uh, in fact, I think it was the 19th of June was Roger's last show. So we're coming up on that anniversary, and we're definitely going to have to get him in the studio to talk about that and what he's been doing the last year. Uh, I'm pleased to uh, announce that Roger will be part of the WNBF team during the Dick Sporting Goods Open, uh, giving us reports. And, you know, I couldn't think of anybody more qualified to do that. And we talked about putting this together, Bill Flynn came in and, and insisted he said and without that we didn't agree with him but insisted roger neal's got to do this and we we said you're right so we're pleased about that we're excited about having roger back with us again uh he's never really left us as far as being a part of the wnbf family so we're happy about that and we're hoping that that will continue with some other things uh in his retirement life semi-retirement life so he can still come back and do what he loves to do being behind the microphone broadcasting and talking to you and uh, boy i'll tell you you can't beat it there's a lot of parts of this job that 
are not as glamorous as you may think. <laughs> and people think, well, Doug, what do you do? You work four hours a day and you make a boatload of money and you throw your headphones in the door and go, no. Wrong. Wrong. We have a lot of things that we do, uh, including sometimes uh, get once in a while, not that much now, but getting calls from your weekend people in the morning when they can't get into the computer or uh, something goes off the air at 2 in the morning, got to figure out why. Lots of switches and bells and all kinds of things with this station, more so than uh, people would think, more so than the FM stations, because uh, you have different programs, and it's not music intense. It's all satellite or uh, live in the studio. So either way. All right. WNBF First News Time is 728. And TikTok slowing down a little bit, apparently, the app. Uh, More on that with ABC's Alex Stone. Downloads of the social media app TikTok are beginning to level off. 2020 was a big year for TikTok, says Censored Tower's Stephanie Chan. TikTok's popularity was definitely on the rise even before 2020, but last year was really explosive for it. Um, It crossed 2 billion downloads. After an initial spike in popularity at the beginning of the pandemic, new downloads saw a decline. Chan says that isn't necessarily bad news for TikTok because retention is still high, you know, with TikTok, even though we're seeing sort of the first time install slow, um, there's still a lot of folks who are using TikTok on sort of a daily, monthly basis. But Chan says the app still faces challenges. Now its challenge is sort of innovating, you know, and continuing to grow that creator economy. We're seeing it sort of partner with a couple of like e-commerce um, partners, as well as sort of launch new like creator camps and things like that. With tech friends of Alex Stone, ABC News. Thank you, Alex. And uh, let's get a check on Wall Street while we're at it here. The country's economic rebound is driving the biggest surge in inflation in more than a decade. The Labor Department says the consumer price index jumped 5% in May compared to a year ago, the sharpest spike since August of 2008. Investors shook off that ominous news on Thursday, sending the Dow Jones slightly higher to a close at 34,466, handing the Nasdaq composite a 108-point victory. After flirting with a new record high for days, the S&P 500 finally crossed the threshold, gaining 19 points yesterday. Amazon has reversed course and now says it will offer its employees work-from-home options even after COVID is gone. The online retailer previously had said it was going back to its pre-pandemic office culture. And Wheaties is celebrating a century on the breakfast table. It has a new series of boxes highlighting some of the greatest athletes in history. The first in its century box series, boxer Muhammad Ali. Jim Ryan, ABC News. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 7.30, currently 58 degrees in Binghamton. Mostly sunny today, high in the upper 70s. Swiss authorities will temporarily restrict airspace over the city of Geneva and deploy up to a 1,000 troops to the area to help reinforce security for the summit of Russian President Vladimir Putin and U.S. President Joe Biden next week. Switzerland's seven-member executive body approved on Friday the temporary measures that will include air policing and airspace surveillance by the Swiss Air Force. Commercial flights to and from Geneva's airport will not be affected by the restrictions that runs from 8 a.m. on Tuesday to 5 p.m. Thursday. The extra troops will have roles in the protection of foreign emissaries and support for Geneva Regional Police in the air and on Lake Geneva. 
The easing of lockdown restrictions in April helped the British economy grow at its fastest rate since July 2020 and recoup further ground loss during the pandemic. The Office for National Statistics said that the economy grew by 2.3% during April when shops selling non-essential items reopened and service providers such as hairdressers resumed their work in Britain. Despite the growth record in April, the British economy remained 3.7% smaller than it was in February of 2020. The Trump Justice Department, in a hunt for leaks, seized records from Apple for at least two House Democrats. While questions swirled about contacts between the Trump White House and Russia, the Justice Department subpoenaed Apple for data from the iPhone accounts of at least two Democrats on the House Intelligence Committee, along with aides and family members. The information allowed prosecutors to see incoming and outgoing calls, but no content was shared. A gag order on Apple recently expired, so the lawmakers, including Congressman Adam Schiff, did not know until last month they were targeted. Schiff called for an investigation and accused former President Trump of weaponizing law enforcement. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. WMBF First News Time, 732. New York State Police investigators are going to be working for some time to determine what prompted a man to fire at law enforcement officers at around 830 Wednesday night on East Windsor Road near Thornhill in Colesville and what charges may be filed. 34-year-old Jason Johnson was apprehended without further incident after hiding from authorities for about 20 hours overnight Wednesday and most of the day yesterday. New York State Police say tips led helped lead to their apprehending Johnson on the banks of the Susquehanna River near State Route 79 in Colesville at around 4.30 in the afternoon. There were no other injuries reported after Trooper Becky Sager was hit by gunfire during the response to initial complaint to check on the welfare of an individual. State police say after Johnson allegedly fired at New York State Police and Broome County Sheriff's deputies, law enforcement did exchange gunfire with him and he fled the scene. Trooper Sager was rushed to a sheriff's officer's squad car, then taken by ambulance to Wilson Hospital. Sager, a seven-year veteran of the state police force assigned to Binghamton, was released from Wilson Hospital yesterday afternoon to a gathering of fellow officers outside the hospital that were there to show their support. She is expected to make a full recovery. The state police issued a statement yesterday afternoon thanking all the supporting agencies and the public who called with tips during that manhunt. Less than a month ago, Broome County was reporting new COVID infections in the double digits daily. Now the county and many surrounding areas are reporting new daily cases at zero or the single digits. Broome County closed its mass vaccination site at SUNY Broome this week, and New York State is gradually decommissioning several drive-in testing locations, many of those downstate. Still, officials are struggling to reach reach at least 70% of the population to be vaccinated in order to reach general immunity against the deadly virus. New York is still operating the mass vaccination site locally at the former Gannett Printing Facility, now a Binghamton University document storage site, next to the Johnson City Walmart store. Anyone age 12 and up is eligible, and an appointment can be made or walk-ins, actually, to receive the vaccine. A number of community clinics continue to be held in Broome County tomorrow. Residents can get the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine at the Windsor Fire Department. Those vaccines will be available from 9 until 1. Another Johnson & Johnson clinic will be held next Thursday at the Taste of New York building at Cornell Cooperative Extension on Upper Front Street. That's in the town of Dickinson from 4 to 6 p.m. Go to www 
www.gobroomcounty.com to make an appointment. In Shenango County, residents can get a side of chicken with their shot as there will be a walk-in vaccination clinic at the Norwich Firehouse from 1 until 3 p.m. tomorrow, and that is during the fire department's chicken barbecue. It's 7.35, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Let's start with hockey. 15 seconds oh, to play. let's start with basketball. We'll play for one. Holiday to the rim. Score! Boy, Milwaukee needed that, and they needed that win. 86 to 83. Shooting was off with the Nets. Their 11 point first quarter really did them in. But uh, game four will be in Milwaukee on Sunday. Nets are looking to uh, maybe take a three game to one lead with that win. Right now, though, it's 2 1. And what's uh, sizing up to be an exciting series. Utah Jazz up two games to 0 now in the Western Conference semifinals after defeating the Clippers last night, 117 to 111. The series now shifts to Los Angeles, Game 3 on Saturday. In the National League, Mets didn't play yesterday. Other winners, though, were the Dodgers, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Miami. Over in the American League, Yankee fans, plug your ears. Has to deal with first, and the pitch, a swing and a fly ball. Left center field and deep, back it goes, deep it goes, Twins win! Twins win! The Minnesota Twins win it! Is it over? I was plugging my ears. All right. Josh Donaldson, Nelson Cruz, two run homers off Aroldis Chapman in the ninth inning. The Twins beat the Yankees 7 5 to avoid a three game sweep. Detroit, the White Sox, the Red Sox, and Kansas City all winners too. Bowie Bay Sox taking it to the Rumble Pony 7 4 last night. They'll uh, have another go at it tonight at Barabado Stadium with fireworks after the show, courtesy of the Miller Auto team. We're going to blow things up. All right. That is a look at sports. we got Foodie Friday on the way with Kathy, and we'll check in with her in just a moment here. Weather-wise, for today, just want to quickly mention mostly sunny, highs in the upper 70s. Uh, cloudy tonight, chance of showers, low 50s for the weekend. Partly sunny Saturday, mostly cloudy Sunday. There is a chance of showers and thunderstorms both days. Temperatures in the mid to upper 70s. And right now, 58 degrees with Foodie Friday. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And uh, now we come to the most delicious part of our show in morning uh, as we wrap up the week, as always, with Foodie Friday. It is a delicious time. Most certainly is. So, uh, anyway, let's see here. I know we're going to go. Oh, there she is. Okay, I didn't. I didn't see you there. Sorry. <laughs> I know I'm short. Uh, no, that's not what I it wasn't a short joke. It was a short. It was a joke that you weren't there. You're, you're see, people don't realize this. Kathy doesn't sit around waiting, hanging on my every word. She's busy taking care of things, <laughs> <laughs> fixing things sometimes. <laughs> right. We don't pop her in the closet and pull her back out twice an hour. She's busy. <laughs> so we got Foodie Friday, and you brought back something kind of special and, and a way to honor one of our past personalities too. Yeah. And then we've had some requests for this um, for a while. Uh, years ago, in 1987, I want to say, there was a WMBF cookbook that was put out. And one of the, well, several of the personalities, whether they cook or not, mm-hmm. 
they they uh, contributed recipes, and one of the contributors, actually someone who was very famous and enjoyed cooking, um, and I learned some stuff from, was our own Tony Russell, or back in the day when this book came out, he was still the round mound of sound. <laughs> Yeah, he became less round as he got older. Yeah, and he was, you know, he worked into the I Talk with Tony talk show and stuff. It was less of a music format and stuff. But uh, he he loved his sauces. He would tell long stories about uh, growing up in the Niagara Falls area and, you know, making the sauces and wine in the basement and sausages hanging from the rafters and, and everything <laughs> else. Well, his recipe was... Sauce a la Moundy that was in the WMBF cookbook. And uh, uh, people were asking about it. Well, Don Giovanni has a copy of the cookbook. Right. I saw it in here. So I decided, you know, since people, especially since people had uh, had been asking about it, and I think often of, of Tony. I, you know, screened mm-hmm. calls for him for a number of years as yes. well. Yes. Um, and uh, I, I think often of him, his way of begging people successfully to bring him tomatoes from their garden. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. So I, I have put down his a recipe. I made absolutely no changes to it. I do want to mention, I'm a little bit confused. Um, the only thing I did, I changed the spelling on uh, cans of tomato pure to puree, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was a typo in the book. Oops. But I, I'm not quite sure about this two 16-ounce cans of tomato sauce mm-hmm. because you're making tomato sauce. Um, I would suggest for a good true red sauce is I would use uh, cans of crushed tomato um, yeah. or even diced tomato. As you're going to be cooking this down, according to his recipe, for about three hours. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of, of things in here, including sausage, that I don't normally put in my recipes. And uh, so we're kind of remembering our friend Tony Russell today with Foodie Friday. It's kind of nice to see his face looking back at me here. Tony was a broadcast brother and somebody I knew quite well, as well, and I, I enjoyed working with him, and he did a lot for our field. So, And yeah. I know that, that uh, quite frequently he would talk about our good friends down-to-earth Whole Foods yes. over there in Grant Avenue in mm-hmm. Endicott that have been bringing you Foodie Friday for quite a few years now, but not as far back as this cookbook. But um, pretty soon we're going to be getting into the season for tomatoes and things like that. There's uh, green peppers and onions in this recipe. Um, so definitely check out our friends at down-to-earth Whole Foods Grant Avenue in Endicott and on Facebook and on Twitter on their website. Find out what they got going on. I know they usually have the fresh produce coming in on Wednesday, and if uh, their sources have been anything like my yard, the fresh herbs are doing really well this year. I've got parsley and basil and all sorts of things coming up. So great stuff to make your red sauce, the sauce a la Moundy recipe. Flashing back to our good friend Tony Russell. Make sure you check out our good friends over there in Endicott at Down to Earth Whole Foods on Grant Avenue. Open seven days a week. They've got curbside pickup. They've got delivery. And, of course, helpful, helpful people there in the store. And that's what you want from people who know what they're talking about. So Absolutely. check it out. And they got delicious desserts. What do you got cooking? Oh, What's on the plate, Johan? Yeah, yeah. the the, the deli area is just, you know, yeah. lunches, desserts, pre-made mm-hmm. meals. You know, if you don't feel like cooking. 
Definitely check it out. Awesome. And check out Kathy's recipes for Foodie Friday. We've or got Tony's a, recipe. Or Tony's recipe today, and also Kathy's uh, archived recipes, WNBF.com. All right, we've got fun facts coming up, and we're going to have fun. We have our final hour on the way as well. Kathy will join us in just a little bit uh, with more local headlines for you. It's WNBF's First News, 7. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Traffic around town looks good this morning. We have nothing to report as far as accidents go. Traffic tie-ups. Construction projects will continue. So if you see something that's really tying things up, you can always call us here. 772-1290. We'll try to uh, divert you through some of those areas. But in the name of progress, they're going to be working on the roads all summer probably. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Mostly sunny today. Highs in the upper 70s. Mostly cloudy tonight. Slight chance of showers. Lows in the upper 60s. May see a few showers or thunderstorms Saturday night uh, into Sunday with temperatures around 60. For the weekend, partly sunny Saturday, chance of showers, mostly cloudy, chance of showers Sunday, highs both days mid to upper 70s. And right now, we're at 58 mild, balmy degrees this morning. Time to test your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's. That's the truth. Or. That's baloney. And, you know, I always like to have fun with this feature. It's something I look forward to, and I hope you do. I know a lot of people say, oh, they love to have. It's just kind of a little fun thing to do, and it, you know, kind of gives you, it gets you thinking a little bit, gets your brains working this early, you know, in the morning. So. Who cares? Except for if you're a grouchy person, all right? Let's start with fun fact number one. Our own Milky Way galaxy, our own Milky Way galaxy is estimated to contain at least 100 billion planets. Our own Milky Way galaxy is estimated to contain at least 100 billion planets. What do you think of that? That's the truth. Yeah, and 200 to 400 billion stars. can't even wrap my mind around that. And then they say, is there life out there? You think? You think we're the only ones out of 100 billion planets and 200 to 400 billion stars? Fun fact number two. The Mediterranean Sea is the world's warmest sea. Mediterranean Sea is the world's warmest sea. That's baloney. No, it's the Red Sea. Saltiest sea also in the world is the Red Sea. 41 parts of salt per 1,000 parts of water. Warmest sea in the world is the Red Sea. Temperatures range from 68 degrees to 87.8 degrees Fahrenheit, depending on which part you measure. I didn't know that. Fun fact number three, there are 25 constellations in the night sky. You sky watch at all? They got apps for that now, too, that you can actually that will locate the, the uh, constellations for you. There are 25 constellations in the night sky. Do you buy that? That's the truth. No, wait a minute. Do you buy that? That's baloney. That's right. It's more like it. There are 88 constellations in the night sky. 36 of those are located in the northern hemisphere of the sky, while the remaining 52 are in the southern hemisphere. The official borders of these constellations were originally defined by the AIU in the 1920s. That's the truth. That is the truth. 88 constellations in the night sky. Fun fact number four, Pluto. Pluto hadn't even made one complete revolution around the sun before its discovery as a planet and its demotion to a dwarf planet. When I was a kid, there were nine planets. Now there's only eight. 
Pluto hadn't even made one complete revolution around the sun, though, before they discovered that as a planet and then demoted it to a dwarf planet. What do you think of that? That's the truth. Yeah, Pluto was discovered in 1930. It takes 248 years for it to complete one rotation around the sun. So its first birthday, one Pluto year, since discovery won't be until the year 2178. That's the truth. Yeah. Imagine that. We wouldn't even live to be a year. Wouldn't even be lived to be a month or a couple of months, maybe. You know? Fun fact number five. About half of all people can remember at least one instance of lucid dreaming. You know what that is? That's when you realize that you're dreaming, but you're asleep. And you're going, wait a minute, I'm dreaming. I can fly! About half of all people can remember at least one instance of lucid dreaming, where they realize they are dreaming... But they're still, in fact, asleep. That's the truth. Wake up, Doug. No, I don't want to wake up. About 11% also experience one or two lucid dreams per month, believe it or not. Do you? Remember when I was a kid, I had a few of those dreams, you know? Usually they don't last very long. Once you realize that you're dreaming, usually it's about the time you wake up, you know? Don't give me baloney. Why? Because I don't like baloney. All right. And there you have it. That is our fun facts for today. And, uh, and folks, as we get get into more of the... and I can't wait till they start doing this. Uh, we have we haven't re- been doing any any prize giveaways because we have really haven't had anybody come to the station. But now we're starting to do that. So as we start to get into that, I've got some some really fun games that I love to play uh, with a listening audience. I enjoy that a lot. It's fun and it gives us something to look forward to. And and then people can call in and try to uh, try to guess and play the games and win some prizes. So hopefully we'll be able to do that soon. I've I've let it known to the powers that be that I would like to start doing that. So. We'll have to wait and see, find out. we got one more hour of WNBF's First News Binghamton coming up for you. And uh, then I'll jump one more time into the WNBF Binghamton Now host chair or standing up position here because it's basically the same thing. And uh, we'll round out the work week together here. Looking forward to that. Bob will be back on Monday. And I uh, hope he's well-rested and ready to go because I know you guys will be ready to go and probably giving him an earful. You're probably going, yeah, okay. Uh, we're sick of that guy. Thanks. Welcome back, Bob. All right, so next hour we'll have our WNBF Broom Good Workforce Job Report coming up about 845 and some other stuff on the way as well. We'll get you up to date with world headlines, with local headlines, with sports, and uh, we'll check in with Wall Street Entertainment News and more. For the latest, WNBF.com is where you want to go for all of our local information and content as well. And you can download the WNBF app. It's free wherever you get your apps. You will be able to uh, get push notifications and, of course, uh, check out all the late-breaking stories right from your smartphone or your tablet. Always available as well, 24-7 at WNBF.com. 58 degrees on our way to temperatures in the upper 70s, mostly sunny today. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Good morning. It's This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 59 degrees at 8.04. Forecast for today, mostly sunny, low humidity, and a high in the upper 70s. Nice way to start the weekend. 
Residents in the Colesville, Harpersville, Windsor, Afton area undoubtedly are breathing a little bit easier waking up this morning with the capture yesterday of the suspect in the shooting of a New York State trooper that happened on Wednesday night. 34-year-old Jason Johnson was located on the banks of the Susquehanna River in the town of Colesville around 4.30 yesterday afternoon, about 20 hours after Trooper Becky Seeger was shot in the hip while she and other law enforcement officials responded to East Windsor Road to check on the welfare of an individual. Residents locked their doors, sheds, garages, barns, and vehicles, and law enforcement set up a perimeter in a staging area at the Harpersville Fire Station. Vehicles coming in and out of the area were checked by officers. Schools in Windsor, Afton, and Harpersville went to remote learning. Nathaniel Cole Park and the Eastern Broom Senior Center closed, and Meals on Wheels delivery were canceled while the manhunt was going on. All those facilities were expected to be back open and in business, operating normally today. Pennsylvania's Republican-controlled legislature is ending Democrat Governor Tom Wolf's pandemic disaster emergency declaration, but extending hundreds of regulatory waivers. A bill that passed the House and Senate unanimously yesterday would extend the waivers until September 30th, unless... Wolf's administration ends them sooner. That bill does go on to the governor. Separately, the chambers passed a resolution yesterday to end Wolf's disaster emergency declaration, carrying out what they see as new powers given to them by voters last month in a statewide referendum. Democrats questioned the legality and the wisdom if there's a resurgence in COVID-19 cases. That measure does not have anything to for the governor to say about it. A Susquehanna County, Pennsylvania woman says over $1,000 was taken from her unemployment benefits without her knowledge. The victim from Brooklyn Township in Kingsley tells Pennsylvania State Police that on the morning of May 21st, she noticed $1,300 was transferred from her unemployment debit card to an unknown Discover account. Anyone with information is asked to contact investigators with the Pennsylvania State Police at 570-465-3154. WMBF First News Time 807. A Johnson City man is accused of drunk driving following a crash on Memorial Day weekend that sent him to the hospital. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say 21-year-old Timothy Reed is charged with DWI and speeding after crashing at around 2.30 a.m. May 30th into an embankment on County Highway 23 near Woodlawn Road in Walton. Deputies say Reed was traveling west when he lost control of his vehicle, hit the embankment, and the vehicle overturned. Reed was taken to the Delaware Valley Hospital following that crash. After being charged, Reed was released to appear in town of Walton Court at a later date. An Otsego County woman is finding you can't avoid trouble with the law by trying to avoid a law enforcement checkpoint. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say deputies were operating a holiday weekend click-it-or-ticket detail on State Highway 23 in the town of Davenport at the county line on the evening of May 29th when 46-year-old Stacy Jewell of Worcester tried to avoid the checkpoint. Officers stopped Jewell on Southside Drive and found her driving privileges had been suspended three times for failure to answer summonses in Otsego County courts as well as for an insurance lapse. She was ticketed for driving without a license and having an obstructed driver's view.
WMBF News Time 808. New York State officials are now releasing some more information about the process for small businesses to apply for a share of an $800 million program that reimburses small and micro businesses and some small for profit arts organizations for expenses related to the pandemic. We've gotten questions on this since the governor's announcement earlier this week did not provide application information. The pandemic small business recovery grant program began accepting applications yesterday. The announcement by Governor Andrew Cuomo this week said he wanted to waive the taxes on the grants but did not include those other details. Lendistry is the company that's been hired to operate the program and handle those applications. Information about eligibility and to begin the process can be found online at nysmallbusinessrecovery.com. New York Assemblywoman Donna Lopardo is holding a media event this afternoon at Racer Computer Repair as that Endicott business is applying for the recovery grant. And those grants can range from 5000 to as much as $50,000. It's 809 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Alrighty then. Let's get into the thick of things here. Let's talk about hockey. Islanders still wait. The Islanders are going to take on, uh, who are they going to take on? I forget who, Tampa Bay. But uh, now the Vegas Knights will be taking on the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, Canada. Vegas uh, Golden Knights advance to the Stanley Cup semifinals after four straight wins over the Avalanche. They avalanched them last night. Six to three. Over in the NBA, Milwaukee defeating Brooklyn 86-83. That was a horrible game for the Nets. They scored 11 points in the first quarter, and that really was it. I mean, they have a lot of firepower. They should have scored more than 83 points, but just it was they were throwing up bricks. All right, well, uh, it's 2-1 to one right now. Game 4 will be Sunday in Milwaukee, Utah. Wins over the Clippers, 117-111. to They're up 2-0 in that series. Now they go back to L.A. for the game tomorrow. Clippers looking to bounce back from that. In the American League, Yankees lose to Minnesota 7-5. Boston, the White Sox, Detroit, Kansas City winners. National League Mets didn't play. Dodgers, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Miami. Bowie Bay Sox 7, the Binghamton Rumble Ponies 4. They'll go at it again tonight, and they'll be blowing things up after the game, courtesy of the Miller Auto Team. Fireworks, of course, we're talking about. Come on out and root on your Binghamton Rumble Ponies tonight at Morabito Stadium. Go Ponies! After free agency in the NFL draft, most of the talk concerning the New York Giants were about how many weapons quarterback Daniel Jones will have this season. Defensive coordinator Pat Graham picked up some, too, led by cornerback Adoree Jackson, signed a three-year, $39 million contract as a free agent. Can you imagine getting that $39 million for three hours? I'd, I'd take a million for three years, wouldn't you? Adoree, give me a mill of that. I'll uh, shine your helmet for you and, and make sure your cleats are ready for you and stuff, you know? Would you be somebody's personal valet for a million a year? Yeah, man! Darius Slayton isn't overly concerned that the Giants took wide receiver Kadarius Toney in the first round of the NFL draft and signed fellow receivers Kenny Galladay and John Ross. Third-year wideout, had 50 catches for 751 yards. Looking forward to coming back for his year after a rookie season. 
Buffalo Bills general manager Brandon Bean has won the Jack Horrigan Award from the Professional Football Writers of America for his cooperation with the media. They give you an award if you cooperate with the media. You know that? All right. Bean is the 49th Horrigan Award winner and second member of the Buffalo franchise to receive the honor. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time is 8-13. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic looks good around town. No accidents to report at this time and uh, no huge traffic tie-ups. We'll have our share of construction projects going on. We've had milling and paving in, in different areas this week and I'm sure that will continue. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly sunny with highs in the upper 70s. Mostly cloudy tonight, slight chance of a shower, upper 50s. Partly sunny on Saturday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy Sunday. Showers and thunderstorms likely, but highs both days mid to upper 70s for the weekend. And right now, 59 degrees. This is WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White welcoming you to a Friday. It's 8.40. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. See, those are the types of songs I need to do in my repertoire because I can't remember lyrics at all, so that would be me. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a wish sandwich? No. A wish sandwich is the kind of a sandwich where you have two slices of bread and you <laughs> wish you had some meat. Ball, ball, ball. All right. Thank you, guys. That's the Blues Brothers, anyway. I was going to rent that movie or watch it again. I think I might have it on DVD somewhere. Uh, get out and watch that uh, a little bit again. The Blues Brothers. And they made a Blues Brothers 2000 movie, I think, too, which I didn't like as well as the first one because it didn't have Bellucci in it. And, you know, Bellucci really made that because he was actually the tried-and-true musician. And Aykroyd sang. So, you know, they actually did – they actually toured as the Blues Brothers, and did some stuff on stage. And they had, like, B.B. King and somebody. Can you imagine having those guys in your band, you know? Who would be your, your wingman if you were in the band? Like, who would be your guitar player? You know, would have been. I would have had somebody like Eric Clapton or Eddie Van Halen or, I don't know, there's um, quite a few others that I may decide may want to have uh, in my band. But uh, Blues Brothers, man, they... they uh, Toured around, Dan Aykroyd and John Bellucci, and uh, a lot of people went to see them play. It was interesting. All right. Hope you're having a good day. We are. Glad you're here. Glad that uh, you're sticking around. Hopefully you'll stick around. we got some other things coming up on the show, and I'll be uh, filling in for Bob one more time this morning at WNBF's Binghamton. Now, let's get an entertainment update. Entertainment News. This weekend, go in the Heights. It's a story of a block that was disappearing. The musical from Hamilton creator Lin-Manuel Miranda is about the dreams and struggles of the Latinx community in Manhattan's Washington Heights neighborhood. And star Melissa Barrera tells us working on the film filled her up with pride. Being in a room full of, like, brown people, like, exploring their, like, maximum talents is 
Amazing. In the Heights is one of the best-reviewed films of the year so far. It's out in theaters and streaming on HBO Max. Are you Peter? That depends who's asking. If you're looking for something just for the kids, Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, is just in theaters. And streaming on Paramount Plus, it's Infinite, a sci-fi thriller starring Mark Wahlberg and Chiwetel Ejiofor. Netflix canceled the superhero show Jupiter's Legacy just weeks after it debuted. The world is changing. But Nielsen says it's number one again in the streaming rankings. I drink and I know things. And Game of Thrones star Peter Dinklage is 52 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Thank you, Jason. WNBF First News Time is 8.20. Let's check in on Wall Street. The country's economic rebound is driving the biggest surge in inflation in more than a decade. The Labor Department says the Consumer Price Index jumped 5% in May compared to a year ago, the sharpest spike since August of 2008. Investors shook off that ominous news on Thursday, sending the Dow Jones slightly higher to a close at 34,466, ending the Nasdaq composite a 108-point victory. After flirting with a new record high for days, the S&P 500 finally crossed the threshold, gaining 19 points yesterday. Amazon has reversed course and now says it will offer its employees work-from-home options even after COVID is gone. The online retailer previously had said it was going back to its pre-pandemic office culture. And Wheaties is celebrating a century on the breakfast table. It has a new series of boxes highlighting some of the greatest athletes in history. The first in its century box series, Boxer Muhammad Ali. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. Wheaties, 100 years old. I can't imagine that. I never really cared for Wheaties. You know, as a kid, you got to put a ton of sugar on it, you know? But a lot of people nowadays, I, you know, I don't put sugar. I do eat cereal, but um, I usually use fruit. I substitute fruit like either bananas or strawberries uh, for the sweetness. However, I was talking to my wife about Raisin Bran because I got on a Raisin Bran kick lately. And I said, you know, I like Raisin Bran. I want to be healthy, eat more raisins. I said, but but get the, get the Kellogg's Raisin Bran because I like that better than the post version or the generic version. And she said, well, that's because they coat their raisins in sugar. <laughs> like, ah, all right, well, that could explain things. Two glittering jackets created by late designer L. Ren Scott for her longtime partner, Mick Jagger, are part of an online auction at Christie's with proceeds going to a scholarship. Jagger set up in Scott's name. The 55 creations on public view this week at Christie's in London include a host of red carpet gowns worn by stars like Tina Fey, Nicole Kidman, Penelope Cruz, Jessica Lange, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Scott herself. The Utah-born designer was a former model and top Hollywood stylist before turning to fashion designs. She took her life in 2014. Um, Jagger's got a, got a picture of Jagger with a jacket on. When I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they had you know those showcases you can go in and you can see the actual outfits that were donated by the actual rock stars themselves. And they had uh, one showcase with the, the Rolling Stone stuff in it. And I didn't believe how small and skinny Mick Jagger is. And how, I mean, my... my my granddaughter would have a hard, hard time squeezing into one of those jackets, you know? And even John Lennon, some of the stuff that John Lennon wore. And you look at that stuff and you're like, those guys were really that short? You know, and they put a, like a mannequin there and they put the the actual uh, jacket on the mannequin so you can actually see what it looks like on somebody. And you're looking at this and you're going, man, was he really that small? Wow. Amazing. Anyway, so uh, that's that. <laughs> We'll check more stuff coming up. 823 right now, WNBF First News, Binghamton. We'll get a look at your weekend weather forecast. That's next.
Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And the construction's construction projects that is continue uh, around the area. Milling and paving. Yesterday had reports of milling and paving on Burr Ave and Tompkins, also over on Dale Hill Road. I don't know if they're finished up yet. Nanticoke as well. They were working on that. Old Newark Valley Road. And I'm sure are parts north, south, east, and west of you. This winter just wreaks havoc on our roadways here. And then we got the potholes, too. But nothing to report right this minute. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly sunny highs today in the upper 70s. Mostly cloudy tonight, chance of showers low in the upper 50s for the weekend. Partly sunny, slight chance of showers Saturday. Mostly cloudy with showers and thunderstorms likely on Sunday. And highs both days will be in the mid to upper 70s. And right now we're at 59. Let's get an official temperature here because I'm bringing it up. Yeah, we're at 59 degrees. Uh, and uh, you know what? I mean, you can still do things this weekend. It's it's going to be, you know, the weather's going to be pretty cooperative. And there's only about a, a slim chance on Saturday. I think there's about a 50% chance showers and thunderstorms on Sunday. So coming up uh, as we head into mid-June, get ready for the big Father's Day weekend. Not this weekend, but next weekend. You thinking about Dad? Anything you can do for Dad? Uh, and then we've got, of course, uh, the 4th of July weekend coming up, which will also be the Dick Sporting Goods Open. Interesting weekend there. And we'll have some coverage for you, courtesy of our own Roger Neal. Back with us again to uh, give some reports on that weekend. And officially, summer will arrive, what, the 20th of June? I think so. I'm not sure. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. When is the uh, first day of summer? We'll find out right now. She knows everything here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Summer begins June 20th and ends September 21st. There you go. All right. June 20th. I was right. Hey, Outsmarted by a smartphone. That's what they call them, smartphones. Because they're smart. <laughs> Did you ever think you'd see the day when you could just ask your phone something and it would tell you? It's amazing, isn't it, the technology we have? But it's also kind of... It can be kind of dangerous, you know. It leaves us open, at least us vulnerable for hacking. People that really know a lot about this stuff, they will hack you and uh, steal your information. You know, a lot of people don't trust computers. They're, I mean, they're marvelous. They do so much good. They really help us out a lot. My biggest fear, though, is the internet will just go kaput, and people will be walking around like zombies. What do I do? My screen is blank. Help me. All right, today is Dr. Mehmet Oz's birthday. I think he's 62. So in honor of that, we're going to bring in Dr. Sanjay Gupta for A Better Life Again. Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Nearly a year and a half after it was first discovered, the novel coronavirus is still serving up some surprises. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. Scientists around the world are working tirelessly to figure out why some people experience such severe disease or even death from COVID-19, while other people may not even know they were sick. In fact, I recently reported a story of identical twins who had anything but identical experiences with the virus. Also puzzling, why some people recover in a matter of days, while others continue to report symptoms months after getting infected. I've also been paying a lot of attention to reports of long haulers whose symptoms seem to resolve after getting vaccinated. So far, the reports are anecdotal for sure, but anything that might provide some relief for people who are recovering warrants more research in my book. 
I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one on one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. According to the National Institutes of Health, 30% of hospital admissions in older adults are drug-related, like taking meds at the wrong time. Hero Health simplifies medication management. The smart device stores up to 90 days' worth of up to 10 different pills. It dispenses them at the push of a button. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days and get free contactless delivery. Just call 800-420-7550. That's 800-420-7550. 800-420-7550. Hero. Medication managed. Hi everybody, this is Bill Flynn. I'm always telling people that my Sunday polka show has two different kinds of listeners. While both enjoy the polka music, many want to know what's going on in our community, where am I going, what event is next, who's on the phone, who am I talking about. Then we have another audience that just enjoys listening to the very latest and fresh local news, sports, and weather. And just like throughout the week here at WNBF, we cover all of that on Sunday morning, live and local with Kevin Bigsby. We are always live. You're not listening to a recording. You're not listening to a computer. So join us for full-service radio Sunday morning beginning at 7, The Bilton Show with Kevin Bigsby on WNBF 1290 and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. We have a few clouds around, some of them looking a little bit threatening over South Mountain, but no rain in the forecast. Mostly sunny day today, high in the upper 70s, currently 59 degrees in Binghamton. Swiss authorities will be temporarily restricting airspace over the city of Geneva, Switzerland, and they'll be deploying up to a 1,000 troops to help reinforce security as Russian President Vladimir Putin and U.S. President Joe Biden meet face-to-face next week. Switzerland's seven-member executive body approved the temporary measures that will include air policing and airspace surveillance by the Swiss Air Force. The easing of lockdown restrictions in April helped British economy grow faster than expected for some in July of, 22, of 2020 and recoup further ground loss during the pandemic. The Office for National Statistics said Friday that Britain's economy grew by 2.3% in April when the shops that were selling non-essential items were allowed to reopen. All eyes on the G7 hosts. Prime Minister Boris Johnson and his relationship with President Joe Biden. And there was a lot said going into this as Boris Johnson had been a bit of a fan of Donald Trump. Johnson and Trump got on very well. So what does the Johnson-Biden dynamic look like? The Prime Minister says a sense of transatlantic cooperation is certainly there. There's so much that they want to do together with us, from security, NATO, to climate change. And uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's a breath of fresh air, uh, a lot of things they want to do together. First fruits of that, the announcement of donating, along with others, a billion COVID vaccine doses to the poorest parts of the world. 
Tom Rivers, ABC News, London. WMBF First News Time, 8.32. New York State Police investigators are working now to determine what prompted a man to fire at law enforcement officers around 8.30 Wednesday night on East Windsor Road near Thornhill in Colesville and what charges may be filed. 34-year-old Jason Johnson was apprehended without further incident after hiding from authorities for about 20 hours overnight Wednesday and most of the day yesterday. New York State Police say tips helped lead to their apprehending Johnson on the banks of the Susquehanna River near State Route 79 in Colesville around 4.30 yesterday afternoon. There were no other injuries reported after Trooper Becky Seeger was hit by gunfire during a response to that initial complaint to check on the welfare of an individual. State Police say after Johnson allegedly fired at New York State Police and Broome County Sheriff's deputies, law enforcement did exchange gunfire with Johnson. Before he fled the scene, Trooper Sager was rushed into a sheriff's office squad car, then taken by ambulance to Wilson Hospital. Sager, a seven-year veteran of the state police force assigned to Binghamton, was released from Wilson Hospital yesterday afternoon to a gathering of fellow officers who went to the hospital to show their support. She is expected to make a full recovery. The state police issued a statement yesterday afternoon thanking all the supporting agencies and police and public who called in with tips during that manhunt. Less than a month ago, Broome County was reporting daily new COVID infections in the double digits. Now Broome and many other counties are reporting new cases at zero or the single digits. Broome County closed its mass vaccination site at SUNY Broome this week, and New York State is gradually decommissioning several drive-in testing locations, many of those downstate. Still, officials are struggling to reach at least 70% of the population to be vaccinated in order to achieve general immunity against the deadly virus. New York is still operating the mass vaccination site locally at the former Gannett Printing Facility, now a Binghamton University document storage site, next to the Johnson City Walmart. Walmart store. Anyone age 12 and up can get a shot, either make an appointment or walk in. A number of community clinics also continue to be held in Broome County tomorrow. Residents can get the single dose Johnson and Johnson vaccine at the Windsor Fire Department. The vaccines will be available from one from nine until one. Another Johnson and Johnson clinic will be held next Thursday at the Taste of New York building at Cornell Cooperative Extension on Upper Front Street in the town of Dickinson from four until six p.m. You can go to gobroomcounty.com to make an appointment. In Shenango County, residents can get a side of chicken with their shot as there will be a walk-in vaccination clinic at the Norwich Firehouse that is from one to three p.m. tomorrow during the fire company's chicken barbecue. It's eight. 35 where news breaks first news radio 1290 wmbf and wmbf marconi sent his first radio message across the english channel good morning good morning everybody good morning let's have a tune i'm sick of this silence there's nothing wrong with being fun and popular and just giving people what they want this is not radio fantasy camp we're on the air here you seem happy this morning is it friday already friday friday Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Welcome to Day 162 of 2021. 203 days left. Summer rolling in on June 20th, officially. So we still have another week yet. It's actually going to come in on Father's Day, which will make things kind of nice, right? Father's Day, you can have one of those Dagwood days, lay on the couch, have your kids bring you a sandwich. You know, and uh, relax and know it's the first day of summer. Got a lot of birthdays around 
this that particular area. My my daughter was born on Father's Day Eve, and many times her birthday on the 18th uh, falls on uh, Father's Day. It's done it quite a few. Um, one of our grandkids, I think, was born on Father's Day. Uh, on the, we have one that's uh, has the, a birthday on the 21st. And let's see, there's uh, and, and one of her, one of the my stepdaughters is on the twentieth. So uh, yeah, there's um, a lot of birthdays, and then uh, going right into the beginning of July, my wife's birthday. So we kind of uh, and my dad's birthday actually on the twenty second of June. He'll he will be eighty nine years old. Man, you know, fortune. Sometimes his birthday is close. I don't think it's ever been on Father's Day, but it's pretty close to it. So uh, see on this date. What happened? In 1509, England's King Henry VIII married his first wife, Catherine of Aragon. We know how that went. And let's see what else. David Bowie released Space Oddity as a single to coincide with the first lunar landing. Did you know that? I didn't know that, and I'm a Bowie fan. He actually re- released the single Space Oddity to coincide with our first lunar landing, which happened... In the month of July, nineteen sixty-nine, Wild Cherry released the single "Play That Funky Music, White Boy" on this day in nineteen seventy-six, and we lost John Wayne, the Duke, died on this day in nineteen seventy-nine, the age of seventy-two. And we lost DeForest Kelly, who played Doctor McCoy on Star Trek, the Grouchy Doctor. Damn it, Spock! I'm an actor, not a doctor. He died outside Los Angeles, though, after a long illness. He was 79. I love those Star Trek movies, the ones that they made with the original cast in the 70s and went into the earliest, the Wrath of Khan and stuff, and Captain Kirk. Even though he couldn't act, he's still, you know, William Shatner, you know. I'm working on it, Khan. Trying to get the screen going, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, 2002 American Idol premiered on Fox. You ever watch American Idol? I did watch it when it first came out for probably the first nine, maybe ten years it was on. And I just got sick of it. I just got sick of it, you know. Well, here's a, Did you watch The Sopranos? The final episode of The Sopranos aired in 2007 on HBO. I started watching that. Uh, actually, I, I went back and I, I bought the DVDs back when they had DVDs back then. Uh, for the f- episodes that I missed, I think I missed the first couple of seasons, and then uh, and I watched the rest of it on HBO, and it was just uh, an amazing show. A friend of mine, uh, a girl that I knew, got me hooked on that. She said, "Yeah, you got you to watch The Sopranos." And my father loved The Sopranos. He loves those gangster movies. Like he watches the Godfather movies all the time, all the time. He watches them. He likes them, and he laughs. They did this. They did that. In 2010, Ozzy Osbourne led a crowd of more than 52,000 people at Dodger Stadium in a 60-second scream to set a world's record for the longest scream by a crowd. Sounds like something Ozzy would do. You know? Joey D of Joey D and the Starlighters, 81 today. And the Peppermint Lounge with the Peppermint Twist, of course. Actress Adrian Barbeau. She was on Maud. She played the daughter. She was also in The Swamp Thing and some other ones. I I remember her because at the time I was a young kid in my early teens, and she was rather well endowed up top. 
Adrian Barbo, 76 today. Drummer Frank Beard of ZZ Top is 72. Ironically, the only member of the group that doesn't have a beard. Singer Graham Russell of Air Supply, 71. Singer Donnie Van Zamp, who was the brother of Ronnie Van Zamp, who was killed in the plane crash. Lead singer Leonard Skinner. Donnie Van Zamp, lead singer of 38 Special, 69 today. Actor Hugh Laurie from the House television show. That was a real popular show. He is 62 today. And talk show host Dr. Mehmet Oz is 61. Peter Dinklage, who played in Game of Thrones, he's the short guy. You know, you know, just I just refer to him as the short guy because you can't say anything else these days because people will call you, you know, I don't know what. But anyway, he's a great actor, too. I loved him in Elf, too. He was an Elf, too. He played uh, the guy who was, uh, anyway, you know who I'm talking about, the, the short fella. I guess that's what I got to say. And uh, Shia LaBeouf is 35 today, just because it's fun to say. Shia LaBeouf. That's a guy, by the way. Did you know that? Shia LaBeouf. We'll get our Broom Tioga Workforce job report coming up for you in just a moment. We'll do that. And we'll wrap up the show, get ready for WNBF's Binghamton now. What will the topics be today? My final day out hosting the show. Bob will be back on Monday. So what do you got for me? I'll this is WNBF First News. <laughs> Here's Doug Mosier. He didn't have to introduce me. It's fine. I, everybody knows I'm here. All right? So anyway, yeah, it'll be interesting to uh, hear what the topics are today. Coming right back, 58 degrees. To get your free copy, just go to growwealthsafely.com. That's growwealthsafely.com to discover how to rescue your retirement. Growwealthsafely.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Good morning as uh, we get ready for our Broom Tioga Workforce Job Report from the Career Center in the Oakdale Mall. Joining us right now is Steve, and good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Doug. We are all set for your Friday job report. Awesome. So, hot job number one today is with the Family Enrichment Network. They are looking for early Head Start teachers. This position leads the classroom in assessing and responding to the individual needs of early Head Start participants and assess educational, health, and social service needs of the family. Hot job number two is with VisionWorks. They are looking for a clinical specialist. Primary responsibilities are helping ensure a great patient experience by preparing the patient for examination. Duties include scheduling appointments, answering patient questions, interpreting insurance forms, and other assistive duties. And then our third job is with NBT. They're looking for a senior credit analyst. This position conducts credit investigations and analyzes information pertaining to loans, analyzes financial statements and related material, and prepares analysis of loan requests, including industry comparisons and projections when necessary. Uh, as for our upcoming recruitments, we've got a pretty big job fair coming up on the 15th here in the Oakdale Mall, uh, so that'll be next Tuesday. So far on board, we have Remedy Staffing, Shenango Valley School District, Willow Run Foods, Bates Troy, Achieve, The Children's Place, EMT Metals, Macintosh Labs, AtCore, Frito-Lay, UHS, Sefku, Sam Screen, Broome County Office of Personnel, 
people link staffing. So what I'm getting at is there are going to be a ton of jobs available. Uh, if you would like some resume critique or maybe some interview tips, give us a call today, 607-778-2136. Get an appointment scheduled. Meet with us on Monday. Let's get you prepared for this job fair so that you can secure a job as soon as possible. You can also find us on Facebook at Broomtiger Work. Send us a message there as well. And, Steve, uh, for your job fair next Tuesday, uh, are there anything people need to know? Is it going to be inside, outside? Do they have to wear masks, anything like that? Absolutely. So it is going to be inside the mall, like all of our recent job fairs, from uh, 1 to 3, mm-hmm. the center court of the mall. Uh, current mall mask policy uh, is following the New York State guidelines. If you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. If you're unvaccinated, please wear one in social distance. All right, and we hope people will stop stop on. I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people there. It's nice. It's going to be nice to see people back at the mall, and nice to see people up there at Broomtiger Workforce New York. Steve, have a great weekend, and we'll look forward to talking with you guys again on Monday. Absolutely, you too, Doug. All right, bye now. Yeah, that's going to be a great job fair. People will have an opportunity to to go out and talk to the employers one on one. People are really looking to hire. There's a lot of jobs available. If you know somebody that's looking for a job, you looking to maybe change careers, uh, pass the word along and show up if you're looking and uh, find yourself a job. We want to get people back into the workplace. We need to stop uh, printing up money and getting people back to work. Uh, and get the work, and, and boy, the employers really need it too. So this will be a, a big one, and this is up at the Oakdale Mall on Tuesday. We'll find out more about it, of course, uh, on Monday as well. But inside the mall on Tuesday uh, with the Broom Tioga Workforce New York, the Career Center, and their job fair, and their location is right there, also in the former Sears Building, the Automotive Center area, uh, and they're up there. And you can always go up and walk in, talk to them. They have several different uh, programs available for people, free services to help you uh, put together a resume or if you're looking for civil service exams, and, and the list goes on and on. They can help. They can hook you up. They can help you out. WNBF First News Time is 8.51. We'll look at your weekend weather again coming up here, and we'll uh, close out the uh, final WNBF First News Binghamton of the Week. Get ready for WNBF's Binghamton now. I'll step in and host for Bob. Kathy's got local headlines all... Sunday, June 13th, you're invited to a delicious pasta dinner at St. Anthony Apostle Parish on Oldville Avenue, Nendicott, following the 11 o'clock mass and a procession. This is in place of the three-day feast. It's a wonderful dinner presented by the parishioners of St. Anthony's Church. Take-out dinner only and a drive through a great pasta dinner from St. Anthony's. Supported proudly by Andrew R. Mancini Associates, located in Best Insurance. No try tax. We're insurance brokers, not just agents. We're able to choose from all the thousands of insurance companies. Tritown Insurance since 1925. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic looks good this morning, and we'll keep our eyeballs peeled. And if you happen to come across uh, some big construction projects that are really slowing traffic down a lot, uh, you can always call us here at 772 1290. We try to get notifications from most of the towns and villages that are performing these uh, these operations, but sometimes it's very difficult as they move around a lot. They have a lot of area to cover, a lot of uh, pavement to mave, uh, to mave, to mill and, and repavement. So uh, that kind of stuff is going on now. Kind of keep that in mind. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly sunny today. Highs in the upper 70s, cloudy, slight chance of showers tonight. Lows in the upper 50s. Partly sunny with a chance of a shower or thunderstorm Saturday. Mostly cloudy Sunday. Showers and thunderstorms likely. Highs both days, mid to upper 70s for the weekend. Overnight lows around 60. And right now we're at 59 degrees as we get ready to close out uh, the complete week now. 
and it's all on podcast for you. You'll be able to uh, check out any of the shows this week at WNBF.com if you were on the show. And also uh, WNBF's Binghamton Now. Anything that we did this week or in the past weeks with Bob, Bob will be back on Monday, and so I'll be filling in one more time today. So what are we going to talk about? There's a lot of things going on, as always. Uh, The president over in England are doing the G-Summit thing. Um, There's also uh, those California police chief and five other men have been indicted on conspiracy charges in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Uh, the group of seven nations are set to commit to sharing at least one billion coronavirus shots in the world, which is a, a good thing. We want to help other countries as well. You know, Kamala Harris, is she going to go to the border? Did she go to the border? When is she going to the border? We don't know. They didn't welcome her very well when she was down there. They weren't very nice. They told her to go home. And they also said Trump won. <laughs> That's what the Mexican people said. I'm just telling you what they said. I read some of the articles, and uh, they they blamed Biden for pulling yanking the, the border restrictions off. So, and that's again that's the Mexican people. It's what they said. I'm seeing a big uh, view of the Statue of Liberty right now. Yeah. I haven't been to New York City in a while. I'd like to go back down there again, visit. I love New York City. It's always fun to go. I don't know if I'd want to live down there, but it's always fun to visit Manhattan and go down and, and check out some shows and walk around and see all the, the sights and stuff. So hopefully life starting to uh, breathe back into the Big Apple, too, and many other places as well. So anyway, we and we can talk about music. We can talk about uh, my article about my concert experiences at the Broome County Arena. I know we've mentioned those before, but it's always fun to talk about that. Some lighter stuff, stuff I like to call slice of life. Anything you want. We'll do that coming up here in the next hour, 9 to noon. It's WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Binghamton now coming up in just a couple of minutes right now. ABC News.